0: Engaging conversation on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Friends, welcome to our program. I'm pro-life leader Frank Pavone, National Director of Priests for Life, the largest ministry in the church that is focused on one thing, exclusively, that is to end abortion. Welcome. We thank you for your efforts to end abortion and to protect the unborn. And today we're going to talk about a very important dimension of this work. And we are joined by one of our pastoral associates here at Priest for Life, Josephite Priest, Father David Begany, Father David. Okay,
1: good to be with you again. Nice Frank, to Frank. be with
0: you. Our audience is getting to know you through right, these programs sure. and the spots and 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 different events that you'll be uh, participating. Yeah, in. Yeah, well,
1: happy to happy to be helping out and with you. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, this is great. So uh, why don't we start in prayer? We want to talk today, in particular, about uh, repentance and healing how the yes, gospel of life right. calls us to change. Mm-hmm. And then as we accept the gift of repentance, it brings us that forgiveness and healing. So why don't we pray along those sure. lines uh, and I invite you to lead
1: us. Sure. Well, Heavenly Father, uh, we know that abortion is a great evil because it destroys the life uh, that you have created. Uh, you install this soul in each of us at the moment of our conception. And to kill both body and soul is a great evil. And so we recognize that, but yet at the same time we recognize that we are all sinners. And that even if someone commits this great sin, they can be forgiven. They can be restored and they can be healed. And we say even reconciled in some way with the child they have killed. And so we ask you to give us the grace to be stalwart defenders of the unborn, of the truth of the evil of abortion, but also of your great mercy for all of us, even those who have ended the life of their unborn child. We ask in Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. You know, it's hard to imagine an evil worse than this. You're killing the most defenseless, the most innocent little babies. I I mean, it's just, you know, it's a horror that uh, many people have not, woken up to right I agree and part yes. of our part of our mission is precisely to wake them up and yet when we wake up to that especially if we've had some involvement in it that's a heavy burden to bear you know I mean you you met Norma McCorvey, yes. and then we yes. were good friends over the years right. and uh, yes. she came to speak to us many mm-hmm. times as a group the burden that she carries Right. Exactly, realizing that, Yeah. Oh, my God. Tens of millions of people have been killed because my name was used on that affidavit. I mean, right. this, this was the burden she carried. Yes, with her, right. And yet the first time I met her, you may remember the story. I said, so you're the Jane Roe of Roe versus Wade. And she said, no, father, I was the Jane Roe mm, of Roe yes, versus Wade. Yes. I am now a new creation yeah. in Christ. Yes. So we've got on the one hand, the horror of the sin. On the other hand, the greatness of the mercy, and we've got to keep both of those things in mind.
1: Exactly, yeah, def- definitely. You know, um, You know. of course, in our Catholic faith, we have a sacrament by which one can be forgiven of all sins, but especially of those that we, we call the deadly sins. And But in, in receiving forgiveness, it's as if the God indeed then forgets about the evil we have done and restores us to his grace, you know when we ask for that forgiveness in the sacrament of confession. So, mm-hmm. indeed, you're absolutely right. Um, as, you know, people often say, we are forgiven and then set free. And, uh, you know, free to be uh, whom God has called us to be with the help of His grace.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, we, we here in the church, and, and for those of you that are just joining us, we're joined by our pastoral associate, Father David Begany, uh, Josephite priest serving in Texas, Houston area, and uh, but available for priests for life. Though all around the country, we're broadcasting today from our Florida headquarters. Uh, and so, uh, Father David, we hear a lot today about you know everyone is welcome in the
1: church, yes, and of course, yes. the
0: Lord gave us the great commission: preach the gospel right, to right. every creature. He right, didn't distinguish, right. oh, oh, right. Don't avoid those Ye- people. Yes, you know, yeah. don't, don't, don't go to those people are too, too evil. Don't go. Right, to them. right, right. He didn't say anything yeah. like that. But when we go, when we welcome people to the church, let's say people hear that message, which hopefully they yeah,
1: will. Right.
0: Oh, I'm welcome in the church. Oh, that's great. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come. Right. But when they come, they have to change, don't they?
1: Well, yeah, at some point, especially if they're doing something that's, you know, that we would say God would not uh, permit or God would be displeased, but then at some point then they have to want to undergo that conversion. And you know, we know as you know as ministers of the gospel that it is god's grace that motivates us to con- conversion but that at the same time you know the preacher or the teacher has to be able to kind of reactivate the conscience of those who are say are coming to church have been away for a long time um, to get them to realize okay you know what you really do need to change and that's why i say you know if people haven't been to church in many many years you really need to go you know, to the sacrament of confession first. This is for Catholic persons. And, you know, to really acknowledge that what you've done is wrong. You have Mm -hmm. strayed from God. It's not like all of a sudden, you know, your relationship is going to be fantastic, but you have to really ask for forgiveness. And it's similar to a human relationship, right? If we've neglected someone for many years and, and we come back, you know, we can't become best friends right away. We have to work our way up. Now, of course, with God, it's a little, it's different, of course, but You know, once we ask for that forgiveness, then we are restored to his friendship. And so in that sense, it's, yeah, like we've become, in some sense, best friends again. But then we have to maintain that friendship by by being faithful.
0: You know, as you're talking, I'm thinking about the Lord's uh, uh, answer when he was criticized for eating with the sinners. Yes, right, right, right. And he said, look... Healthy people do not need a doctor. Right, right. right. Sick people do. Yes. I have come not for the self righteous, but for sinners. Now, many people will use that verse and they'll say, You see, Jesus welcomes everybody. Yeah, it's true that he welcomes everybody, but he called them sick. Right, right. He called them sinners. And he invites, he has come to the sinners in order to do what? to invite them to repentance.
1: Exactly, exactly, right, right. He said the sick do not need a doctor. So he was talking about those righteous men and women of the Jewish faith, but then there were those, even like, you know, who uh, in our own, you know, Catholic and Christian faith who, who fell away, who, you know, for whatever reason, have stopped practicing. And so, you know, they, they make themselves vulnerable to giving in to great temptation. And so, indeed, um, you know, they, they need to hear the word of truth again. They need to, uh, you know, to, to be able to reform their conscience, yes. to confess their sins, you know, to receive forgiveness And then, again, to be restored to that the fullness of the life of God in them. Yeah,
0: exactly. Mm
1: -hmm. So uh,
0: you're ministering in a parish now, and you are able to, uh, in the sacrament of confession, Mm -hmm. as you've mentioned, welcome welcome sinners back. Uh, I mean, what do you say to somebody? They say they come and they say, Father, I've... I've uh, been guilty of abortion, and, and it just hurts me so much. And mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I'm I'm here. I, I want to ask God's forgiveness. Uh, lead us through the. What's that? What yeah, happens next? Yeah, yeah. So
1: oftentimes, you know, that will be accompanied by you know a great deal of remorse. You know, crying. Uh, you know, it depends on the person. Uh, some persons they maybe will not feel it that deeply. And but I think it's important, especially for those who don't feel it that deeply to remind them, you know, that, hey, this was this was a child you were carrying. This was something, a child that God wanted to be born. And, you know, you 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 chose not to do that. Now, you know, I, I usually say, well, OK, um, well, then God can forgive you. God will restore you to health. And then I usually ask them, is this something you think about, like on a daily basis? Mm, you know, yeah, do you think yeah. about this child you've aborted? How often do you think about it? And some will say, well, not much. Some will say yes frequently. Right. So if they say frequently, then that's my cue then to recommend to them some type of program that will heal them from the effect of the abortion. Right? So the one I'm most familiar with is the Ministry of Priest for Life is Rachel's Vineyard Retreat. And so right. that's the one. I recommend. I, I oftentimes will, you know, write the um, uh, the website down for them, or I'll give them, a, and then I'll g- I give that to them, you know, either during the confessional, afterwards, and then you know, oftentimes I've heard back, yeah, you know, I went on that retreat, it, it helped me great. It's nice uh, to hear great. back from. Yes, them. Yeah. yes,
0: yes. Yeah, a lot of, most of the time we're giving the invitation, yes. and they may or may not do yes. it, but then it's nice to hear back. Yes, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. So so again you know it's it's um, okay you know sometimes you know for someone who's been away from confession for 5 10 15 20 years when i go i usually go through the 10 commandments and when i get to the fifth commandment thou mm-hmm. shalt not kill i ask them okay have you participated in abortion have you had one right. and oftentimes they will say yes and then i'll say okay how many did you have right, right. sometimes it'll be more than one more sometimes than one, it'll be yeah, several yeah. And I said, okay, and then we talk a little, and then I said, okay, you know, that's going to be forgiven in this sacrament. And, you know, as a Catholic, there is a what we call a canonical penalty that's attached to having abortion because it is such a grave evil. And I, I remind them, in the sacrament of confession, that penalty is removed. It's removed, right? Because sometimes right, right. someone might hear about this. They later. They hear about it later, Wait, and yeah. they think, "Oh, gee, is that? Did I get that removed?" Right. Because the priest didn't say anything. Exactly. About it. Yeah. So I yeah. just want to tell them that. And exactly,
0: and, that's important. Yeah. Yes, yeah, and we were uh, given the same advice in the seminary. Oh, remember. okay. Yeah.
1: Yes, yeah. yeah. And, and then, of course, you know, give them the penance and give them absolution. Right, right, right.
0: right. You know, you mentioned about the person that's spe- thinking about the child
1: regularly. Mm. And there's yes. a lot
0: of people that are doing this. Yes. The child is on their mind every day. And sometimes, even though they've gone to confession, you know, that, that mm. f- terrible feeling yes. lingers with yes, them, which exactly. is to be expected. Right. It's a terrible thing that they did. And they remember that child. But some people interpret that as oh i need to go to confession again yes. so now they're using i mean obviously when you go to confession if you want to repeat sins from the past you can yes but you have to realize you were already forgiven yes don't, don't repeat yeah. them because you think you weren't forgiven right but also it's not that confession is there for the purpose of um therapy it's not exactly yes, the same. Right. And that's why like you yes. said if this person is re- dealing with a, a, you know ongoing mm. the ongoing burden
1: right, of right, the guilt right,
0: right. which should be expected mm-hmm. that they're going to Yeah. It's not that repeated confession is the answer. It's right. that going to one of these healing retreats yes. or healing programs is the answer because right. it's not you've accomplished the forgiveness mm-hmm. of sin already. Right, right. What you may not have accomplished mm-hmm. is the healing of relationships. Yes the processing within your own mind Mm -hmm. about, you know, what was what, 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 how was I injured in this right. and whom did I injure and right. what was the role of the father and maybe my parents were were, were not so helpful right. and and, right. and and who am I angry with in the midst of this and what relationships did it destroy right. these are the of the kind of things then that Rachel's Vineyard will help you to process
1: exactly exactly it reminds me of a famous quote I read when I was in the cemetery, s- seminary uh, it said that right the sacrament of confession of sins is, first and foremost for the forgiveness of sins. That's right. Secondarily, any type of healing that occurs really is dependent upon the ability of the confessor. And and some of us, you know, we can only lead people so far in terms of healing. And for especially for something like abortion which is so deep-seated, and as you said, refer you know it ties into so many relationships. It really there's not enough time for that to be oh, no. healed there's in the conventional. No. And so you know, we I think most folks definitely need some type of healing after abortion follow up. Right. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So
0: important. Well, friends, if you're just joining us. Father David Begany is here. Uh, He is a pastoral associate of Priests for Life. And we've got a number of priests working on our team. And we're talking here about forgiveness, reconciliation, the mercy of God. You know, uh, Pope Francis has said, you know, God never gets tired of forgiving us. Yes. We sometimes get tired of asking him for forgiveness. And I like that that lesson. You know, that's something we always have to remind Mm -hmm. people. It's it's just he wants to forgive us more than we want to be forgiven that's an important thing yes. sometimes people they're wondering oh will god forgive me right. that never has to be a question or a doubt does it
1: yeah exactly exactly and it's very clear in scripture right and by you know it's very clear in the what we call the spiritual tradition of the church that yeah. you know yes you know if we've committed grave sins the lord will forgive us and even if we repeat them the lord will forgive us so as long as we're you know, truly sorry and and, yeah. and repentant, you know, it's not like he's going to cut us off and say, oh, no, I don't want to have anything to do with you anymore because of this, you know, whether, whether it's abortion or something else, yeah. I'm willing to forgive you. All I ask is, you know, you be humble, ask me for forgiveness and yeah. be sincere.
0: Be ready to change. Exactly. It's like he's, he's coming after us. You know, we sometimes yes. think of it like, oh, should I go to God. To ask his yeah. forgiveness. I mean, I'm sure many of people are thinking mm. this way. Should, should I? Should I dare to approach him? Yeah. And real, meanwhile, what they have to realize is, hey, he's chasing after you. He's knocking at the door.
1: And it's yes. like
0: that picture of the famous painting of yes. Jesus knocking at the yeah, door. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah. It's the
0: door yeah. of the heart, yeah. and you know, the door doesn't have a doorknob. And as mm. people first saw that picture, they said, "Well, how come it doesn't have a doorknob? The artist made a mistake." No, no, no. That's the door of mm. the heart. Yeah, and it can only be opened from the inside. Right. Jesus right. doesn't force his way through. He could if he wanted to. Sure. He's God.
1: Sure. But he doesn't.
0: Yeah. Right. But he's knocking. You know, it's like yeah. uh, how many different parables do we have? Right. That mm. Jesus said, the 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 the, shep- the good shepherd who loses one of the sheep. He's going to leave the 99 at home right. and go look for the one. Mm-hmm. He's going to search. Right. So folks should really never doubt for not for one moment right. that God's mercy is not only available to them. He's eager, he can't wait mm-hmm. to pour out that mercy on us. Yeah. But that mercy is transformative. Going back to Norma McCorvey's quote, I've become a new Christian. She didn't just say to me, "Oh, oh God forgave me." Right. That that that's yeah. not that's not saying it comprehensively enough yes. it's not just that God forgave because sometimes people can think of that in a legalistic way yes now God has right. some kind of chart it's like, okay your debt is paid check 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 I forgive. right 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 no 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 now he wants to change us right. so Norma said to me I'm a new creation mm. in Christ yes you know and 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 really I mean the kingdom of God has broken into the world and God wants he wants to make us saints doesn't he talk to us about the you know how our faith literally transforms us
1: yeah, uh, no, you're exactly right. So, so once we've undergone that conversion, then we have what in our soul we call sanctifying grace, and so this is the life of God. God is really dwelling within us. You That's know, awesome. we hear all you know nowadays people going to new age practices to find God or yeah. the divinity within. Well, guess what? In this sacrament, after we when we are forgiven, God Himself, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come to dwell in our soul, yeah. and then they reside there. And then um, we, we kind of move from grace to grace, you could say. you know, we, Maybe we get the, the grace to pray, or we begin praying on our own, and then we have a desire to pray, and then we yes. be, that becomes a good habit. And so maybe we have the desire to, to go to Mass more frequently, maybe during the weekday. Maybe we have the desire to become uh, a CCE, CCD teacher, mm. you know, in our school. So the grace of God continues to move as long, you know, as 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 we continue to move with the Lord. Now, we have to do our part and he does his part. So it's kind of, uh, you know, it's it's not an either or, it's a both and. It is. And God, as, as we continue to move, God will give us his grace. And even when we don't move, he will give us his grace to, you know, continue to, to grow in the life of faith, and it's I guess it's always a, you know, a man or woman meeting God and God meeting man or woman in terms of our spiritual life and our growth in faith, yeah, and so yeah. uh, as we do those things, our faith continues to grow, and then we learn to trust Him more, to step out in faith, maybe in some way, to kind of you know do some a good thing that we good work we might not normally do. And this helps us to grow in our faith as well.
0: Exactly. Well, thanks, Father David, for these uh, reflections and insights and encouragement. Brothers and sisters, we want to encourage you. We at Priests for Life are, like St. Paul said, in the ministry of reconciliation. If you yourself feel alienated from God because of an abortion, two, two things I want you to keep in mind. First, abortionforgiveness.com is a website where you can find the nearest healing programs, whether it's a Rachel's Vineyard retreat or any one of the the many other healing programs that exist. And number two, abortiontestimonies.com, which uh, is our Silent No More campaign, a project of Priests for Life, which will give you the opportunity to listen to others who have made that journey from abortion to repentance, forgiveness, and healing. Transformation, like Father David and I have been talking about. Listen to those testimonies. Share those testimonies. AbortionTestimonies.com will encourage those who are sitting on the sidelines in the shadows of shame and despair, and they're not sure if they can even lift their eyes to heaven, those testimonies will enable them to, to find that courage to say, yeah, God, not only does God want to forgive me, but I can join these numerous other men and women who have found new life after abortion. So abortiontestimonies.com and abortionforgiveness.com. We thank you for joining us. Father David and I pray for you, as does our whole Priest for Life team. We appreciate your support for this ministry. Go to prolifegift.org to do that, and we will join you for another program very soon. God bless you all.